800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. If you're on the line, hold tight. We'll continue our discussion on EVs. I do want to throw this into the mix, though, because obviously we are known for our vehicle production. We're known as the car capital of the world. We're the Motor City. But you know what else we are becoming known for? We are becoming known as a hotbed for startups. Yeah, it it is an absolutely exploding industry here in Michigan. And and it is only proving that it is growing and growing and more startups are being recognized here in the state of Michigan. And there is a, uh, a firm. It's Renaissance Venture Capital. And they are funding a ton of startups here in the state of Michigan. Chris Rizek is CEO and managing partner, and he joins us. Chris, great to have you with us. Great to be with you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Talk to me about why. Why is Michigan one of the fastest growing states for venture capital? What makes us kind of a hotbed for it right now? Well, you're right. I mean, Michigan actually from 2016 to 2020 was the fastest growing state. And there's a couple elements. First, we have great research universities, and the research coming out of there is world class. That is an essential element. The other is, We've had all these years of being the most densely populated state for engineers, and that's an essential piece. The thing we really were lacking for years and years was people who had experience growing startups, fast-growing startups, and, and that has been what's come along in, let's say, the last 10 to 15 years, more experience, more experience leadership in fast-growing startups, and it's really taken off, particularly over the last seven or eight years. So you mentioned places like universities, um, but but it's it's even more so. It's universities, it's incubators, it's it's accelerators, and then different people that get involved at different stages of of funding for these companies. When when you look at the type of data, the type of research that these entities are doing. What, what are you looking for from them that, that you go as an investor, okay, this is a company I want to get involved with? Really, in the end, is are they solving a problem? So it's the identification of a problem and then working on an elegant solution that helps to address that problem. And we've seen that over and over uh, over the past few years. Particularly, we've seen the digitization of everything, of manufacturing, Um, We've seen social media come in for better ways of communications. Those types of things where there are identified problems and we're doing something to fix it and we're doing it better than other people, certainly better than the way it's been handled, you know, in the past before digitization. Before we get into some of these companies, and and I want to just, I'll open it up to you to kind of give me an idea of of some of the stuff that you guys are investing in because um, there's a, a huge list out that you put out, and, and there's a lot of companies on there. But but you also have something uh, in, in the middle of October. It's called Undemo Day, and it's held at Ford Field, so it's a huge event. But but you're not just getting these startups or these small companies or these ideas just from Michigan, right? This is such a large event and an important event that you're actually drawing these little companies, these startups from around the country to Detroit. Is that true? Well, yeah, the real idea behind on Demo Day, uh, and it's October 11th at Ford Field, is Michigan companies have traditionally had problems raising venture capital. And venture capital is principally on the coast. 80% of venture capital is either in California, New York, or Massachusetts. 
how do you get that capital to come to Michigan? That's what Undemo Day was. So we work with the universities, with the accelerators, as you talked about, and we try to identify what are the 50 or 60 best startup companies in Michigan, and how do we help them to get capital from the coast to come in here? So we have this event. We identify the 50 or 60 with the help of all those sources like universities, and we give them boots in Ford Field, and we will get maybe 300 venture capitalists from all over the country many of whom had never stepped foot in Michigan before, to come to Ford Field and they see these startups and they learn what they're doing. And then the real magic happens. We spend several months identifying where one-on-one meetings will take place. So we'll say, Mm. here's a Detroit-based startup doing cybersecurity. Here's a venture capital fund from the coast that invests in cybersecurity. Let's get you two together one-on-one for 15 minutes. And what's happened is over the course of years, we've helped to track now a little over $2.5 billion of capital from around the country into Michigan startups just by getting them together. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. So I'm looking at this list of of the 50 that you've compiled. It, it's, it's hard for me to even pick one out, so I'll throw it to you. What are some of the maybe one or two of these companies uh, that, that uh, you're investing in that are the most exciting? Yeah, there's a number of really interesting ones in that 50. I mean, I'll take a company, and, and interestingly, they're around the state. So I'll pick a company like Clara, which is a company in Grand Rapids. There's this period now of labor shortages, of difficulty hiring people. Clara has created technology that allows us to get beyond looking at degrees that people have and look at competencies. So can you identify, you've got an open position, can you identify people who are already in your employment who may have that competency that doesn't show up in their resume. Wow. Clara helps you to suss that out so that you can start elevating people in your organization who have the talent but may not have the certificate. Uh, that's an example. Another one, an Ann Arbor company called Ulendo, which we, we hear a lot about 3D printing. 3D printing is slow, and it has a lot of vibration. They've actually created vibration compensation software. So it actually is software that reduces the vibration, doubles the speed at which you can manufacture using 3D printing. One more I'll mention is in Detroit, Hush. It's a company in Detroit that is about digital privacy protection. So you're an employer, you have all these employees, and there's bad people always trying to invade your computer systems. And those bad people are out there looking at the the digital footprint of each of your employees trying to find vulnerabilities, you know, to maybe pretend they're an employee or something. And what Hush does, it goes through and identifies all the vulnerabilities of your employees all over the web and helps you to remove those to reduce the chance that the bad guys get into your systems. Those are just three examples, but they're all super interesting and they're all solving real-world problems. It's unbelievable. And thankfully, we have... Uh, groups like the Renaissance Venture Capital Group that are that are putting some money in these folks' pockets to to bring these businesses not only to the forefront but but certainly here in the state of Michigan. Chris Rizek, great talking with you. I really appreciate it. It's very exciting that that this momentum that we've built since 2016, this snowball continues to build. Good stuff. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, uh, really cool. It's a very exciting time in Michigan for startups, it, and uh, I think we've seen it for a while. But the fact that 
that that still is that driving force is still here, I think is very exciting. We'll continue to do more with startups. I think this is something we got to talk about more. Because Absolutely. because I talk to some of these companies. He's yeah, I, I think that there is just a plethora of these companies that we should probably hear from because they're doing some really good stuff. All right, I want to squeeze in one more call. We go to break. Uh, let's go to who's been holding uh, Mike in Commerce Township. Sorry for the wait, Mike. What's going on? Not a lot, Chris. How are you? I'm good, man. What can I do for you? Well, your guest said a couple of things. One, he's a motorhead. So I would assume that he's probably got a classic car. Okay. The question I would have for him is, okay, if you've got a 1960-something, will your Tesla still be running with that same battery pack 15 to 20 years from now? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know that, but probably not. Yeah, I'd say probably not, Mike. But... Um, again, I think I think if you wanted an EV, you probably got it. And I I actually like EVs. I think they're very cool. The torque is wild. It's it's an unbelievably fun ride. But again, I don't think most people are in the market. I think a vast majority of people aren't in the market, and that's a huge issue that not only the auto companies but the dealers are having now too. All right, we got to take a break. We'll continue with more of your calls next. Get you caught up on some of the other news making headlines this afternoon as well. Don't go anywhere. 